Hello and welcome to Old vs. Gold, the podcast that takes your fond childhood memories of movies and TV and holds them up to the harsh light of today. This week's movie, RoboCop. So closing the windows helped with the uh, bird attack that's going on outside. Oh, good. Chirpening, I call it. Okay. Well, the birds and the zombies cancel each other out. That I think zombies are too slow to catch the birds, so the birds might actually defeat death. the zombies. Oh. Just get on the back of their heads See, and peck. But then the birds seem like a much bigger threat than the zombies to me. I don't think the birds would come after the living humans. Really? Hmm. Okay. Eh, they might. I don't know. <laughs> I got plenty to eat with the zombies, so for a while we could be okay. Yeah, gross. But then the birds yeah, birds are usually such good, clean creatures. But then they would become the zombies, right? Maybe, no, maybe. I don't know. Why not? No, you have to actually be bitten for something. Does mean we have to make zombie birds? Uh, Chirp, Uh, (laughs) chirp, worms. (laughs) So anyway, anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, so, um, what's your favorite futuristic solution for crime? I mean, there's all sorts of like films out there that have like. Um, blowing up the planet? <laughs> That's one way. Okay, all right. <laughs> what en- else have we got? Engineering a society where people won't commit crimes. Oh. That's true. Or picking one section of the planet per day that is the punishment zone, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. And if you do something wrong in that zone, you're murdered instantly. Mm-hmm. Or Like just- stepping on flowers, for example. <laughs> Or alternately, we could... Oh, okay. Yes. The <laughs> spa planet. Now I understand. Yes. Okay. okay. Um, we could just decriminalize everything. Uh, yeah, that but that it. would lead to yeah. terrible things. But not crime. <sighs> You're missing the point. Am I? Am I? You're really, really missing the point. I don't know. Um, well, I, I like think s- it would be some sort of, like hybrid human robot thing i really don't see how that would help no no okay well we might as well get to the podcast anyway because this this week's movie is robocop yay okay i'm robert independent filmmaker gamer and i'd buy that for a dollar joining me is tim i I wasn't offering to sell it uh and sam (laughs) you have five seconds to comply (laughs) okay so as I said, the movie is RoboCop, and the reason Tim is so baffled is he has never seen it before. <gasps> I have never seen RoboCop. Yes, yeah, so this will be quite enjoyable. Will it? Um, will it? No, yeah. it will for me. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. There's a lot of glare on my screen. RoboCop, July 17th, 1987, rated R. Um, in a dystopic and crime-ridden Detroit, a terminally so wounded cop... <laughs> <laughs> returns to the forest as a powerful cyborg haunted by submerged memories. It's a yes, documentary? It's, it's a documentary about <laughs> Officer Murphy. Who's, you know, we're, oh, we're being unfair. They actually came out of bankruptcy this week. Woo. Hooray. Yay. You've just dated the podcast. Because of the art museum for some reason. But now it's a fun game for listeners. <laughs> Is, was the police force uh, privately funded, bought by a company? In real life. Uh, I, I just read the headlines. So Hasn't the whole oh, okay. government been bought? By well, yeah, but I mean, like, officially, like, oh. out in the oh, open, okay. kind yes. of, you know. Uh, the budget was $13 million. It grossed 
$53 million domestic. Mm. <laughs> yes, $8 million in its opening weekend. Um, and was nominated for two Oscars, what? Editing and Sound. Oh. Yeah, nominated. Well. So. Uh, <laughs> that's good, though. Yeah, that's very good. Uh, directed by Paul Verhoeven, born in 1938 in Amsterdam. Uh, he has several films and TV over there, um, in that other country over there. Oh, okay. that he uh, Before moving to America, but uh, when he came here, he did Robocop. He also did Total Recall in 90, and Basic Instinct 92, Showgirls in 95, which I have yet to see, uh, and Tim as well. Sam, have, have seen you seen it. Showgirls? I nope. don't believe so. I've not okay. seen Showgirls. I hear it's a, a fun, bad, good movie. Like, everyone loves good, it. Good, bad. Not good, bad. Good, bad, yes. Uh, Starship Troopers in 97, the, and I showed that film to Tim a couple years ago. You mm-hmm. had not seen that one either. I have not. And, uh, you wound up enjoying it, which yes. I was very happy of. Yes. And then uh, Hollow Man, two thousand. That wasn't hmm. all that great. Um, and he has one film in pre-production right now, so he's doing something. What's it called? I didn't write that down. <laughs> an odd title for a movie. It's an action movie. <laughs> it's a strange title. Uh, written by Edward Newmeyer, whose credits involved mostly just RoboCop, all the sequels and the the TV hmm. series, okay. yeah, and Starship Troopers. Hmm. So, yeah, not much there, but, um, hey, you know, if you're going to do one thing, RoboCop was a pretty good thing. Uh, Starring Peter Weller as RoboCop. Yeah. RoboCop slash Murphy. Mm. He was in The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension in 84. Yay. He was also in RoboCop, too. He made it to the second one, but not the uh, ones after that. Naked Lunch in 91. Star Trek Enterprise in 05. He was in 24. Day five yep. in 06, one, our favorite season, right? Yep. Yeah, I forgot who he was. Was he, he Jack's was, dad? or he, Yes. He, yes. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Jack's dad. <laughs> and he's still doing lots of TVs and movies, and he's still mm-hmm. working today. Uh, Nancy Al- Allen is Lewis. She was in Carrie in 1976, the Philadelphia Experiment in 84. And she has some TV and movie stuff going on. Nothing since 2008, though. So maybe mm. she retired, or she's just like, I don't know. I don't know what she's doing. Let's call her. Hello, Nancy. Yes. Um, what are you up to? Uh, I'm just having a little bit of brunch right now. Oh, okay. Is that like what you've been doing since 08? Yeah, because the, mo- says the mimosas that's... were difficult. Oh, yeah, I know. The endless mimosas, I know. they keep coming and I know. you can't stop. I, it's really kind of a torture. <laughs> it's really kind of um, horrific. Actually, I've just been trying to keep my guests supplied with mimosas for two decades. Okay, well, thanks for, call- thanks for talking to us. I gotta make mimosas. Okay, bye. 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 Boop. Well, that was entertaining. All right. <laughs> what else? Uh, Don O'Harely, which we talked about in the last Starfighter podcast, he is just ty- just credited as the old man because he doesn't really have a name. He's like the. He's the. Um, who, who was he in the last Starfighter? Yes, he was Grig. Who was he? Yeah, okay. Yeah, he was. Oh, who? Okay. Yeah, he was Grig. Grig. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which was the guy right. helping Alex gotcha. at the end. Yeah. Yes, okay. Um. Ronnie Cox is Dick Jones, who's mm-hmm. done tons of stuff. He was in the ABC After School special, Just a Regular Kid, an mm-hmm. AIDS story in 87. <laughs> uh, Total Recall in 90. Cop Rock in ni- also in 90. <laughs> uh, Star Trek The Next Generation episode, The Chain of Command. Uh, he was also in Stargate SG-1. And lots of TVs and movies. This guy's got tons of credits. He's one of those people who... He's, he's a character actor who just does tons of stuff. You know. 
Uh, Kurt Wood Smith as Clarence Boddicker. He mm-hmm. was the dad on that 70s show and a and bunch of other stuff. He's mm-hmm. also got a bunch of credits. Miguel Ferrer also shows up. Mm-hmm. He was on Twin Peaks. He was in Star Trek Three briefly. Uh, and also doing a bunch of stuff. We saw him, I think, when we stumbled upon the... Oh, NCIS, whatever. The weird one that looks like they're based in an Olive Garden. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. NCIS Olive Garden. <laughs> and Rewise is also in this as a smaller oh, character, okay. but he's enjoyable a smaller, as well. A little person? Well, yes, a little person. Yeah. No, he's one of the bad guys. Leon C. Nash. This <laughs> is oh, his boy. name. <laughs> okay. So, memories of RoboCop. Tim has none, none. but explain to us why you did not see it. Well, nothing ever appealed to me about it. Why not? see any reason to see it. I mean... (laughs) Don't get defensive. Now tell us why. (laughs) (laughs) No, I understand. It's okay. I'm just teasing you. I I I will turn the question on its head. Oh? Why should I see it? Why should... Because it's awesome. I need a more specific answer than that well sam (laughs) and whose question am i answering there are two questions on the table first question why should tim watch it second question what are your memories of seeing um i think one reason to watch it regardless of whether or not it it is good now is it Mm -hmm. was a one of the the touchstone movies of that time that helped influence a lot of uh pacing a lot of Mm -hmm movie tropes uh, a lot of quotable lines and it has a connection to a lot of different uh, Hmm. cultural uh, things since Um, so whether or not we decide it's older gold I think there is value in having seen it and putting it Uh, going to my memories um, I was a a late teen when this came late teen boy when this came out so it was kind of aimed directly at me (laughs) Um, exactly the audience uh lover of sci-fi um action films when they were something a little bit more than just pure violence porn um and had took on interesting concepts within the the um genre of an action film um so i it just i was excited about it it hit the kinds of things i was looking for um and i remember very much um, loving it, uh, seeing it a few times, and quoting it for the last, what, two, three decades, however long it's yeah. been. <laughs> um, yeah, me too. I remember it fondly. I remember um, th- just the crazy over-the-top violence that uh, turned out to be not as crazy and or. It, it turned out to be edited for an R rating, mm. uh, which actually made it feel more violent than it was. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of this weird, like, you know, where something's funny, then they keep doing it, and it's not funny, then they keep doing it, and it's funny again. Too many cooks. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, the MP, whatever, the organization that rates films, made them cut certain scenes down, and they cut them where they... St- kind of stopped being funny Mm -hmm. and so they didn't become funny again right so there's a Mm -hmm. uh we'll we'll get to this in a minute but there's an unrated director's cut Mm -hmm. that's um the original vision that is much better anyway uh the film the film just kind of like touches on a bunch of things like privatization corruption Mm -hmm. capitalism greed and just you know much like starship troopers it kind of makes fun of them and makes a point at Mm -hmm. the same time so 
um, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot as as a younger person, and um, I think I saw it maybe oh, all the way through. It's been it must it must be. I've never shown it to you, so it's got to be more than what fifteen. I know you've been watching it behind my back. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> fighting hookers over and watching her book up. <laughs> Ah, come on, baby. Watch <laughs> no, he never like paid me. You <laughs> <laughs> should probably send him a bill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. Let's watch RoboCop. We'll be right back. Uh, so when is the USB, the giant pointy usb port gonna come out <laughs> on a, on the positive side with that though you will always plug it in the right way yes <laughs> yeah just don't fall over onto it <laughs> i'm not sure why we need any kind of usb port for just banks of tvs but <laughs> there they were in the you gotta you gotta plug into them to trend, to, to do what i guess he's not wireless He's not Bluetooth. No, RoboCop <laughs> it d- is not Bluetooth ready. <laughs> Which brings up, and we'll talk about it later, but brings up the whole topic of uh, movies predicting the future. But, yeah. Which we've discussed before. Um, well, but it was only supposed to be the near future. Yeah, that's so. true. I forget what the date was. That's how, that's how I forgave it, the 4 by 3 TVs. Uh, there's no date listed. It's oh, that's right. Yeah, the 4 an by unnamed. 3 uh, which is, reminds me about the Criterion Collection, which we'll talk about soon. But first, let's recap the film for those who didn't watch or uh, don't remember or whatever. So, we begin with a news report, where bad things are happening in the near f- future that seem crazy but now seem less crazy. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and we go to the police force where Murphy joins up, or he's transferred to the bad side of town, I guess, and... Uh, um, he signs up and he gets his partner. Uh, oh, but before that, the um, the executives have a big show with Ed Two Hundred Nine, and it goes terribly, terribly wrong. Ed Two Hundred Nine being a the giant, police replacement yes, robot, the giant um, truck size ro- uh, robot to replace the police. Um, things go terribly wrong. Someone is brutally, 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 brutally shot to death, and people are minor- minorly annoyed. And uh, they decide to go with the RoboCop idea, but they're just waiting for, as he says, some poor schmuck to volunteer. Then we cut to Murphy and his partner um, going on a case to stop a bank, not stop a bank robbery, stop bank robbers from getting away with the money. And they chase him down in a van, and then the bad guys beat up Lewis and shoot Murphy to death mm-hmm. quite violently. And Volunteering him. Volunteering, which volunteers him for the Robocop, which begins one of my favorite sequences in the film is the whole POV, um, uh, don't show Robocop until later kind of Mm -hmm. thing where they're turning him on and they they activate him. They have a New Year's celebration, which shows the passage of time. And um, then they put him in the same police force where he came from. And then he has his... uh, not quite a montage, but kind of a montage of solving crimes. And um, Tim, you want to get from there? Um, yeah, that happens. And then he has some, for some reason, a nightmare that reminds him how he actually died. So he he um, breaks away and goes after the people who killed him. 
Kind of. He, he's kind of like running around aimlessly. And, oh, was he? Okay. But well, then he and, stumbles and, upon yeah, you're the right. guy, you're the right. motorcycle Yeah, that's guy. true, that's true, that's true. Yeah. But that's what was on his mind. Yes. Yeah. Um, and he finds one guy, and the guy gets away. No, he arrests him. The motorcycle guy, he shoots the motorcycle. Oh, that's right, he went to jail. Yeah. That's right, okay. Yeah. And then from that, he finds out all the connection with all the other guys and Clarence and he, um, and who he was and yeah, yeah. yeah, Who he was. And, and he reconnects with Lewis in the Mm -hmm. police station. Yes. Oh, that was as he, as he he had the dream and as he's leaving. Yeah. Um, Um, but after that, he, yeah, he, he finally gets to Clarence and he arrests him. Well, but wasn't that before that, that he went in his old house? Yeah, I think he did that yeah. first. Yeah. He went in his old house, got some additional memories back mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. who he was and what family life was. Yeah. Then he goes and arrests Clarence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and beats him up. Beats him up, and Clarence spills the beans about um, being run by, uh, uh, what's Dick. his name? Dick Jones. Dick Jones. Dick Jones. <laughs> so he goes to Dick Jones' there. office to arrest him, but guess what? Directive 4. Which is, uh, you can't act against uh, senior staff of the company. Um, which narrows it down to about half the people in Detroit by the size of that boardroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the boardroom's quite large, but... <laughs> that, maybe that directive should have gone into the other robot. Maybe then uh, <laughs> Peter, or whatever his name was, wouldn't be all shot up. <laughs> um Oh, okay, so then he fights with Ed 209. There's a comical moment where Ed 209 can't get down the stairs and falls over and sounds like a tiger for some reason. Yes! And then <laughs> and, and like then all the police officers reason. shoot at RoboCop because they were ordered to, and Murphy... But Murphy rescues him no, and takes uh, him no, to... Lewis. Lewis, sorry. Lewis rescues him and takes him to a rundown... Uh, Barn or something? Uh, Would no, not look like the same complex where he yeah. was killed. It takes him to the to the set of any scene in Gotham, <laughs> <laughs> and then that's where he takes off his helmet and he realizes what he looks like and that he was Murphy at one point. And then, uh, uh, but the bad guys get out of jail and there's a police strike, so everything goes crazy. And Dick Jones gives them weapons to kill RoboCop. They go after him with these giant weapons that they're very good at destroying things when they're just practicing. But then when they, it's time to kill RoboCop, they can't hit shit. Yeah. <laughs> stormtrooper Yes. 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 <laughs> or as some people say on The Walking Dead, whenever it's time to uh, shoot a living person, they can't. They shoot. They get headshots on zombies all the time, and it's really easy. <laughs> but then when, when they're shooting at other humans, it's harder. I, I say because they duck and cover uh, zombies just walk at you and don't mm, even care so. of course also I'd, they don't I'd, shoot back i'd buy that if uh clarence for how much listed, would you buy that for a dollar <laughs> uh, <laughs> if clarence wasn't listed as being a what 41 time cop killer i said yeah. that early on yeah i'm surprised he got bail that the how would you, why would you give someone like that bail but anyway anyway <laughs> back to the synopsis uh so robocop finally kills clarence um not Murphy. What's her name? Lewis. Lewis, thank you. Um, is wounded, but we presume she'll be okay. He goes to the office to arrest Dick Jones, plays the video back of him admitting what he did. And then there's a very clever moment where uh, the old man fires Dick, which removes Directive 12 from um, 
you know, stopping Robocop from shooting Director Dick four. Jones. Yeah. Director 4. Sorry, what did I say? 5? 12. 12? 12? <laughs> yes. No. Yes. Did I say I 12? I can't wait to hear Robbie's directive. Uh, I'm going to hear 5 through 11. To, yes. I'm going to have to go through. <laughs> he shoots him, and he shoots him out the window. Enough times that he actually flies out the window. The end. So. All right. Let's talk about our second first impressions of Robocop and uh, what we like and don't like about the film let's go let's talk about the satire and the dark comedy the kind of undertones of all that stuff tim okay <laughs> um i thought we were doing second first impressions but um well because yeah. i don't have second first impressions i only have first first impressions <laughs> oh that's uh, right let's, yeah. let's start with that though that i want to hit before we mixed yeah mixed uh-huh there were some things I liked about it. There was a lot I didn't like. Hmm. There was also the problem of just well, two intertwined problems. <sighs> I can't explain it. Um, <laughs> I'll just say it was difficult for me to get into it. Hmm. Oh, okay. I'm not sure why. I don't know if it's just because of the movie itself or because of how many things I've seen that do come after this. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. the kind of problem I had with Die Hard. Yeah. Even yeah. though even though I'm trying to mentally acknowledge that this may have been innovative in some way, I can't emotionally separate that from all the crap that came after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's hard for me to, it's hard for me yeah. to just stay interested for that reason. Hmm. Um, generally, I was not interested at all and put off by it until he became Ro- Robocop. I agree that the Robocop POV sequence is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That really got me. That got me somewhat into the movie. And I stayed kind of interested in the movie until the foregone conclusion of the end. Until right. he, the last, until we got through, you know, the base of Act 3 and times were tough and it looked like he lost and then he came back and mm-hmm. made a friend and took off his head. <laughs> And then went after him. And at that point, you know, you know what's happening, and it's this violent pew-pew, and I wasn't interested from that Hmm. point on again, so. Okay. Well, I have to admit, on this viewing, um, not liking the first half as much as I Mm -hmm. did before. I think the second half feels a lot stronger Hmm. than the first half did. I I agree. Um, And it felt like the first half... They wanted to humanize him, so we cared about him, but we didn't see enough of the human side of him to care about him. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. moments at home might have helped. Yeah. Um, we have flashbacks, but it's I, very I, small. And I sort of appreciate wanting to cut to the chase and not uh-huh. draw that out at the yeah. beginning. Yeah. But yeah, I do think it did kind of hinder any attempt to really care I, about him. I think it, it hit up. Uh, unhappy medium between those two possibilities a little bit more would have built so you did care about him yeah a little less would have jumped right in without the extraneous beginning crap maybe yeah i really enjoyed all the edge details i enjoyed all the tv casts yes Mm -hmm. all the newscasts all the (laughs) that's where like you know it's 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 right out there it's not subtle but it's still Mm -hmm. warped and funny you know dark and funny at the same time and i didn't get that in the main plot line mm, okay mm-hmm. i think i get i get the feeling that i think he did this a lot better in starship troopers i do too i agree i totally agree yeah, yeah it was more unified in that yeah mm-hmm. um and that was later right mm-hmm. that was later yes, yes. yes. So yeah. that makes sense a couple years later i think yeah um, um actually i should find out exactly how long ago or that long after 1997 uh, so 10 years later yeah. yeah so 10 years later in between there he did total recall which was only three years later. Um, yeah. Which we well, Total to Recall later. had some of that as well. Yeah, I don't hmm. remember. 
and that was also a movie I had very mixed feelings about. Uh, it was a movie that I mostly enjoyed while I was watching it, and it was kind of forced gumpy the instant I was done. It's like, oh, hmm. wait, this is kind of bad. And, <laughs> it's kind of bad and wrong and ma- manipulative, actually. Um, forced gumpy. Yeah, forced, forced gump. I enjoyed it. I left uh, <laughs> while watching it. The yeah. instant I walked out the theater doors, I was like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That, was just, yeah. that was just 110% manipulation, you know, yeah. uh-huh. with no substance. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> But anyway, back to Adam. So, yeah. So, you know, I, I, yeah, I enjoyed the movie most, unfortunately, when we were watching things on their TVs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Especially the I'd buy that for yeah, that guy, <laughs> which is just so confusing because yes, exactly. it's just I so don't odd. know what the show is about. It, it's an old guy it's with a bunch of te- women. It's, and it's so telemundo-y. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, you know, my favorite dark joke is the peace platform that fries Santa Barbara. Yes. 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 You know. And I love how they just seamlessly move on from that. They don't yes. spend hours. Right. Don't even. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, you know, local news. And, yeah. Local and, and they're all always smiling. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder. I'd have to check, but I wonder if one of the one or both of those people were actual newscasters. I'd have to check on that. But uh, Oh, I don't know. <laughs> They they had they had it down. That's for it's sure. Easy, that's, mm-hmm. It's pretty pat. So um, even back then, and even worse today. So, but it kind of uh, points out the whole the future is now. Mm-hmm. Like things yeah. things that were in this movie, kind of in some ways, maybe not as extreme, are like actually happening. Right. Like we've got companies doing military things yeah. and uh the privatization the privatization of, yeah yeah um and just it was like unclear to me why does ocp run the police force does the city pay them or yes. yeah okay okay, okay. okay. okay uh, that makes sense yeah. one of the the newscasters was lisa gibbons oh, really okay. i thought i thought oh she looked God. familiar i didn't yeah. realize okay. oh she does this she does this in her sleep yeah Jeez. um <laughs> that was an easy paycheck there <laughs> <laughs> oh wow i didn't realize that's great that that's awesome i think robocop's transition from being just total robo mm-hmm. to having his humanity back seemed to kind of come up really fast i yeah. know they were they didn't want the movie to go too long but yeah and that's one thing like i really like happened. i do like about it it's speedy it's in and out and yeah uh-huh. yeah and maybe actually that could hurt a little bit because we could have used some more development of some things yeah i really didn't want it to be longer so <laughs> we could add more development and cut down scenes where that one bad guy is constantly talking oh with my a really God. high voice the, the, the laughing hyena yes the oh. guy who went to the chris tucker fifth element <laughs> yes <school back> in, <laughs> uh, you know he never really annoyed me before no, but nowadays i just from I have no stomach and, for that and that's one of my big problems with the movie is the uh, so instantly tired of all the cartoonish villains yeah yes like, yeah, yeah, which kind of ruined the the scene where Murphy is, is, yeah. is killed because that guy was just way over the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, all I mean, everything about the whole gang. I mean, they all were, but he was the worst. Yeah. <laughs> they could have cut a lot of the interaction, the whole uh, cocaine factory scene. Yeah. I oh. mean, that accomplished nothing. Yeah. It, it let us know why he was so interested in, you know, moving up and. But I don't think we needed that. But the scene with Dick Jones and him did that exactly. So they could have had one yeah. one additional one, throwaway yeah. line in yeah. a previous interaction. <laughs> yeah, which and it only now struck me as kind of odd that what what convenience that the guy who killed Murphy yes is the same guy who's running the organization yeah. that's working with the company. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just like oh my head. 
<laughs> that's just a little bit too a little bit too much. Um, I remember when I first saw this, I thought, um, and this was '87, having the Challenger footage in the news mm-hmm. open. Yes, I remember feeling yes. kind of uneasy with what that. Yes, it, it was one of the it little boxes. It bugged me again this time. Did yes. it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, but it's the kind of thing that newscasts do. They'll uh, find footage and they'll throw yeah. it in their open and yeah. say, "Look at us, we report things." Yeah. <laughs> um, enjoyed the brief moment of butts. He seems to have uh, naked people showering in oh. most of his films. <laughs> oh, I didn't see the butts. I wanted to see. Ah, uh, the butts were way in yeah. the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the boobs were right up front. Yep. though, no. Sam. Yeah. So. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it was interesting. You could argue that it foretold a lot of the technologies. Robocop himself was kind of Google Glass. <laughs> kind of the the uh, form factor right. of the little tracker looked very much like a iPod or an iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in size and shape, although not nearly as useful other than tracking <laughs> yeah. Robocop. Yes, very much one <laughs> one use device. Yes. yes. Um, the the short micro recordings that he was doing were almost a vine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if he had a limit to the amount of recording he could do. Obviously, because yeah. otherwise you'd record like Everything. dash cams. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, he'd be recording all the time. Nowadays they could do it. Mm-hmm. Just stick another yeah. USB cable in his head. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Th- oh, that hurts thinking about sticking a USB <laughs> the cable. One, the one thing that seemed to be about talk- technology in the news footage that was the one thing I thought, why, why, what is the point of this? Is you know, it was like, why are we making fun of replacement hearts? That was odd. Oh. I thought in the the commercial for the <laughs> that, replacement hearts. I thought, well, what's wrong with replacement hearts? What, <laughs> um, no, I think what they were trying to do is set. We're in the future where oh, okay. the replacement is a yeah. commodity. Okay. Choose your own heart. Okay, the, that and, makes and sense. Model that or, totally makes sense. It's okay. like cars where okay. they yeah. were like there was yeah. a Honda model and uh, all this yeah. stuff. Okay, he's yeah. selling it like a okay. car. Okay, okay that makes exactly. sense. Yes, you're right. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay, cool. <laughs> Which actually is another interesting prediction in the future because I'll, there are parts of medicine that are getting like that. Mm-hmm. Between drugs, and, oh yeah, um, drugs yeah. totally. Like I mean, that. maybe not heart replacement surgery, but other kinds yeah. of surgery are marketed in similar ways. Yeah, it's really weird how, like, we don't see it so, so much here. But if you drive north, like, into toward the Russian River, you start seeing like billboards for get your hip replacement here <laughs> and things like that. I thought, oh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> like, have you thought about a hip replacement? <laughs> really not want one until I actually absolutely need it. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but what's your price? I'm listening. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So see getting to that point. A, <laughs> Do it now before yeah. you have to. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, the gas station scene used to bug me when I was a kid. Cause that was my first job. Yeah, sitting in a little booth with glass. Yeah, with, that's quote scary. bullet resistant <laughs> yes. unquote, glass around yeah. me and a yeah. little hole that you, people could slide yeah. money through and you know, yeah. working late at night at the gas station. And that's when I saw that film. So, or like maybe shortly after, I'm not sure. Yeah, um, yeah. But he was okay. So, <laughs> not ever. He's okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. now the building exploded. I assume, but he, he ran away. Hopefully he, he ran, ran away, out. I think, or he was far enough from. Hopefully, he yeah. took his books with it him. It looked cause... like the the his box was intact when it blew up. <laughs> yeah. So oh, okay. <laughs> I always not having worked in a gas station. I love that scene. <laughs> oh, I still like because you scene. hated people at gas. I love the no, fact that he like kind no, of. No, it's the gas pumps. I have something. Uh, yes, I, I love how he just kind of stops. Uh-huh. And the bad guy's shooting at him, but he's just stopping and watching the tape back. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought that was a really good moment there. Hmm. Um, and then he wakes up just in time to 
shoot the guy's motorcycle. But uh, and walking out of the flames and yeah, that guy really got banged up though. And then and then he had one of the best deaths ever, where he gets oh. melted in the goo and the oh, toxic yeah. waste, mm-hmm. and then he becomes really soft. I guess that always disturbed me. That you know, yeah, <laughs> that was some of the over the top kind of stuff. Yeah. That uh, yeah. Which didn't really work for me. Oh, didn't? Oh, no. Okay, I like it. I like it still. Well, it's like, you know, so we like the whole death scene. Um, what's his name? Um, main guy? Um, Murphy's. Uh-huh, yeah. Death. It's, yeah. That didn't work as well for me this time around. No. I don't mm. know. I think it was just the annoyance of the bad guys. and their. I, I think it was also more were... shocking than hmm. Hmm. a pre-Quentin okay. Tarantino. Yeah. Um, we're, we were... And I don't even always enjoy it when Tarantino does it. There has to be, like, a strange, I can't define it, a confluence of other things going right in what I'm watching before you get me to brutal murder equals enjoyment, mm. you know? Uh, yeah, well, I think when it was, like I said, when it was shocking and it's, whoa, oh my, this movie is going somewhere where we haven't seen... Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of the um, the junior executive and the test, the Ed to a Nine test? That was awful. I didn't. Yeah, that was I awful. Thought, Why really? is this funny? Yeah, it's like uh, that's especially that was the, the more, more so than the murder. That was the one. I'm sorry, this movie's not been going along or given me enough to get me to his brutal death. Is hilarious. The only yeah. part <laughs> like, that, that the only just... part of that that I do love is how when he realizes that it's serious and he starts running by people and they run away from him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that that yeah, always yeah. amuses me. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I got slight amusement after about the lack of concern afterward yeah. by other executives. Yeah. But, yeah. Hmm. You've kind of made me feel bad for the jerk executive, and I'm not sure that's yeah. where your movie is starting to go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when I create my police replacement robot, uh-huh. please remind me to make sure that it has a solid center of gravity and yes. it can handle, handle things that it may come into in everyday occurrence, like stairs. Yes. Well, yeah. even, even if that means you, that you don't, Get to program it to have crying sounds when it's hurt. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. Oh, okay, uh, there are trade offs. <laughs> did they think it sounded tougher because it had a lion roar or something? And why did they program it to cry out when it yeah, fell exactly, over? Exactly, exactly. Well, yeah. and, and why? Why did they? not think that it may ever fall down and needs to have a way to? <laughs> yes, exactly. Step, stand <laughs> exactly. itself back up. Yeah. Um, I think the mili- Well, no, the military probably would have still bought them. And yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, even if they didn't work right, yeah. That was one of the comments. He said, who cares if it works or not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, They they were going to have a deal. As long as they've got that 25-year replacement part contract. (laughs) Yes. It is. It is an inti- intimidating robot, though. Yeah. Sure. If, yeah. if I saw that walking down the street, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd worry. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since it seems to just kill people for minor infractions. <laughs> yes. It gives them twenty seconds for, to, <laughs> for maximum seconds. fear. Yes. What if the car stalled and you couldn't move? Well, yeah. <laughs> like that's <laughs> everything. It doesn't matter what what infraction you're committing. You have twenty seconds to yeah surrender, undo the infraction, whatever. Yeah. Oh dear! Oh dear! Oh dear! Dear! Um, it's weird. I sometimes, probably not, but I s- sometimes wonder if it had been better if they'd gone even farther to weird, not like gone in weird, di- gone in extreme directions other than just in violence. Mm-hmm. Like you Clothing. know, maybe well, like no, if no. you know, like Miguel Ferrer was so excited about RoboCop that. Part of me just wish he would have just started furiously masturbating, you know. But, but then I guess you. Have, but they've communicated his excitement. Maybe we don't have to go to there. But, you know that would have 
raise the bar of an overall tonal weirdness instead of just getting to it occasionally by having violent deaths. Okay, so I want I want to see the scene where Dick Jones and Clarence get together and plan Which out. one was Clarence? Okay, different. Clarence is the main bad guy with the glasses. Kurtwood Smith. Smith. Thank you. Kurtwood Smith. Okay, yeah. thank you. <laughs> um, they get together and say, okay, I want you to kill this guy, but I want you to like shoot a video of me <laughs> talking to him and time it so that I say the last thing before the bomb goes off. Yes. Like, I want to see the scene where they're planning it out and he like sets up the camera and videotapes him. They burn a disc while they're talking and <laughs> I'm confused. Where he goes to kill him and he he had the hookers in his house. Oh, and, yeah. okay. And he pops the disc in and oh, there's right. um Oh, okay, I see you. Uh, yes. What's his name and on the screen has, and puts the grenade down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, also, you know, timer on it. And, and you know, there was a more dramatic close up at the end of it. Yeah. And you know. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. and just them planning that moment hmm. would have been would have been hilarious, I think. <laughs> and then they they have to you know it goes on for a while. They have to order out. And, <laughs> you know, they have a pizza or something. Well, I, the arguments in the edit booth over yes. that video. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then they're like, "Do you think he has a disc player? Oh, well, of course yeah. he has a disc player. He doesn't have a disc player. Should I make a VHS copy yeah. just in case? You know, <laughs> I think we should put a wipe there. No, put a wipe there." <laughs> Star wipe <laughs> and skull wipe. Too. <laughs> so yeah, I wish I wish we saw that scene. Um, some interaction with the family would have been nice, except oh, yeah, except yeah, there was uh, of, his cardboard yeah. family. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I want to tell you something. They only had the actors for twenty minutes of <laughs> sure, filming. Yes. So. yes. <laughs> They could do the kitchen Halloween scene and the in front of the TV scene, and that was a wrap. <laughs> I want to tell you something. The DVR didn't record Scandal. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> that was his memory. And then he realized, oh, oh, wait, I hate this person. <laughs> I'm glad to be RoboCop now. <laughs> It's weird. I thought they were setting up that he was soft because he'd worked in the cushy district and would yeah. have trouble here. And that wasn't the point. No, he was. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's okay. Totally fine. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, which yeah makes me wonder if maybe there a few days had passed before mm-hmm. this yeah. all happened. Yeah. So. But that's fine. Um, it's hard. To I tell, thought it was kind of interesting that. Um, the classified RoboCop, they just rolled in through the main door of the police station, everybody yeah. around. Yes. And, no, don't look at us. Don't look at us. And just yeah. went and took over a whole <laughs> yeah, uh, it was strange. evidence it was bay like, or whatever that was. Is it classified? I don't know. They're showing them off. and Well, it couldn't be too classified if they're about no. to use it. Yeah. yeah. In public. <laughs> and then the, I like that no one follows him. They just, like, let him out into yeah. the street. Yeah. You know, and he's... <laughs> yeah. And what an inattentive batch of scientists. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mm, Uh, scientists are either super smart and can hack into any computer with three keystrokes or they're inattentive or they're evil plotting to take over the world yes yes there's no middle ground i do like the main scientist woman with a gigantic glasses (laughs) Mm -hmm. i'm smart look at my giant glasses they're slightly larger than the tv screens that we're monitoring (laughs) him from Um, okay. But, but RoboCop did get a kiss from her on New Year's Eve. That's true. Uh, yes, right on the eye. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Um, one little line that I never noticed before was um, when they all got out of jail and they have the the brand new cars and the riots happening and mm-hmm. he's got the guns. Um, the the smaller guy who who later is melted by the toxic waste mm-hmm. uh, talks about getting out of the jail and he says, "No one popped my cherry though." And he looked yeah. and he looked disappointed. Oh, did he? Okay, okay. <laughs> so I never noticed that before. Okay, it's like hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Well, that doesn't at all offset all the casual homophobia well. <laughs> tossed around in dialogue and those scenes. And yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, that's unfortunate. And um, well, ca- and to be fair, there's casual racism too. So, yeah, that's true. <laughs> the casual sexism wasn't overwhelming, though. <laughs> um, no. Spe- yeah, especially for the time. Yeah, exactly. Same. And mm. the and the genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Yeah. Um, they never really took it to Lewis's love interest as bad as they could have. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Lewis was all right. I mean, she didn't get much screen time, so they couldn't really flesh her character out. She was still kind of flat. But But she seemed like a competent cop. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They weren't weren't going for any kind of stereotype or anything like that there. Um, I did like on that, um, it bugged me going into the, the sexism, when they were first partnering up and he took over to drive because he drives but it turns out that that was more just to get him when i'm breaking in a new partner because yeah. right. later she wants to drive yeah. and put the whole thing back yeah, in a yeah. context where it didn't <clears throat> annoy me that they went there yeah also we had to see him drive up the ramp and yeah. bottom out the car so yeah. that he could do that later as a yeah. robocop yeah, yeah. Um, I really would like to see TJ Laser as a yeah, that's a, yeah, that would yeah. be awesome. Yes, <laughs> he was wearing it looked like like leftover Star Wars flight deck oh. guy <laughs> uniforms. Yes, <I> don't know. <laughs> but weren't they shiny? The orange ones, I think. The people who wore orange of, and I, it was kind of like a cross between. Power Rangers. Yeah, and yeah, 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 true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't really get a good look at it. Yeah. Oh, and and speaking of didn't get a good look, let's talk about this Criterion DVD that I had that yeah. obviously wasn't prepared anamorphically because well, uh, yeah. Uh, well, again, I was, suspect there was no need to at the point. Yeah, but other things of the time. Well, maybe not at that. Mm. No, no, the la- laser discs were coming out anamorphic at the time. Oh, hmm. okay, I believe. And then the player would adjust proper, you know, would adjust for the screen. Oh, yeah, but that's on LaserDisc. Yeah, but DVDs are doing it, too. Now. They were doing it then? Okay. back then, too. Okay, yeah. I don't know. That didn't really surprise me, because I knew it was it's, a, it's a very old weird. DVD. And, it's just mm-hmm. weird that it's Criterion, and they didn't go for maximum quality. But or And they certainly didn't on the menu, either. Oh, yeah. Ugh. That's yeah. Those are those are pretty crappy menus. <laughs> yes, I mean, it looks like the menu came from the eighties too. Maybe that was their intent. I don't know, but yeah. I mean, the movies didn't have a strong "this is the eighties" vibe, except for accidental hair and fashion. You yeah, know, the shoulder. You know, all the women had shoulder pads, a football field wide. And, mm. yeah. um, oh, um, the safe under the Miller light. In the, re- in the in the grocery store, yes, it's like where no one would look for exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what did they have against Jack Daniels? Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah. we saw Jack Daniels getting clobbered a yeah. couple of times. Multiple bottles were <laughs> harmed in the making of the film. Yeah. Sad. Sad. Yeah. Well, that's all my little notes. Anyone else have any notes before we vote? Um. 
I don't think so. I, I liked, um, hesitate to say this, I liked the score because mainly it was just the one theme. Well, but yeah. I thought the one theme was well done. I thought mm-hmm. it's a nice uh, application of a Western feel to mm-hmm. the main character. So mm. you talked about like him getting his humanity back. Mm-hmm. It's like you got to, I'm not arresting you anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, why not? Because it was personal. Somehow he no, overrode. That, that's exactly yeah. that's the right. Yeah. Some quote somehow unquote. Yeah. He so, uh, but he couldn't override director for. Yeah, <laughs> I I thought that was interesting. That's something that I I really enjoyed about the film, especially at the time. I briefly alluded to it in the intro piece, and it's still held up here. Like classic science fiction that I enjoy. It raises some questions, and and I don't think it did a fantastic job of fully addressing what is humanity, what is machine, Mm -hmm. and and leading. But it raised those questions, and it very clearly raised the questions, and it allows you to think about it and start to come to some interesting decisions on your own Mm -hmm. without totally leading you to the producer's point of view or completely ignoring any kind of question whatsoever and having it be just... um, violent action movie mm-hmm. okay you ready yeah for votes mm-hmm. yep who wants to go first you do okay oh wow oh dear oh <laughs> you put me on the spot here <clears throat> excuse me i i i have a prepared statement <laughs> <clears throat> gentlemen ladies of the press wait <laughs> what <laughs> Um, Robocops of the press. Robocops of the press, please. So there are some things I noticed this time around. I know I haven't seen this film in a long time. So uh, the first half didn't feel as good as I remember it. Some of the bits that I thought were funny that were, you know, dark comedy style still worked. Some of them didn't. Mm -hmm. I I felt like we should have gotten to know Murphy a little bit more to mm-hmm. care that he comes back. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm kind of on the fence here. So I'm going to go with do I want to go do I want to rush to Amazon or whatever and buy the Blu-ray version of this disc? Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Hmm. Maybe not. I mean I do still like it, but I don't know if I want to spend the money on the Blu-ray. <laughs> So maybe, I didn't I, really pick up nothing really seemed particularly like cinematic about it hmm. visually yeah it's not a stunning film yeah I mean it does fine it, yeah. the editing actually is really good the editing is good mm-hmm. yeah and actually um, the only reason to get the blu-ray is so that I could see it full screen uh, you know yeah. the, the complete 16 by 9 instead yeah. of this little box in a box that we've got mm-hmm. going on here yeah I kind of made me wonder if because there's so much reliance in the world building on the TV broadcasts, uh-huh. if they were just taking like a TV approach to shooting and editing the whole thing, hmm? that hmm. just because the pace of it, um, the fact that the cinematography was just serviceable, it made me wonder if it was an intentional choice to not put effort into making it a particularly cinematic movie, huh? To I, make it play more like a TV thing. So I don't know. It, I'm just that, that may not be. I'm just I, that's interesting. I with today's TV, I would absolutely agree with you that it, mm. it feels dramatic. I think mm. at the time, though, yeah, um, TV was very, very, very different, and this there was not much in the way of 
a gritty realism on TV. There was no, that's not true. much. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, mm. I'm not. Yeah, I wouldn't um, think about that aspect. I would just think about how it was shot and paced. Really, okay, that makes sense. And I think there you're getting into TV and movies have both evolved over the last well, yeah, of course, thirty years, and and that's a dramatic difference there. True, true, true. Yeah, okay. Anyway, back to you. Um, I was helping you make your blue. Yeah, yeah, no, it actually it did it did help me out a little bit because I, I was just thinking to myself, well, now I think this is no longer my favorite Paul Verhoeven movie. Okay, it's uh, I, I think maybe um, the bug one, um, Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers is is above it now. I was gonna say Showgirls, damn it. Yeah, well, we haven't seen it yet, <laughs> so. Uh, we're waiting for the right time, friends, to get together. And yes, we're promised a drugs good time. Drugs to take. Drugs to take. <laughs> we do not support the uh, usage of drugs. Um. Oh, I lost my train of thought. Thanks. Now, so let's have more favorite drugs. Verhoeven. Favorite Ver- Verhoeven. Um, Hollow Man. No, kidding. Starship <laughs> Troopers. Uh, with, but, but I think this one is is number two of that. And then I think like, okay, what what movies have I voted old on? Mm-hmm. recently and does this is this better than them you know hudson hawk um other films <laughs> <laughs> and the rest and the rest other films that you used to have uh, have in your brain before you had to watch hudson the, hawk <laughs> yes exactly that's all burned out now um i i don't hate it and i would watch it again no i don't hate, i don't hate the film i like it still i want to see that blurb on the poster i don't hate it <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't hate it. I think that what they were going for was ab- admirable. Um, I, I think in some ways it does predict the future, which is now. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Screw it. I'm I'm giving it gold. Okay. I'm going to give it gold because I do still like it. While I may not rush out to get the Blu-ray, I don't want to burn it or give it away like I did Hudson Hawk. <laughs> 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 okay. Who's next? So. Um. So I remembered this incredibly fondly. This um, the right kind of movie at the right time. Um, you know, I was the right age, into the right kind of things, um, and I would not have been able to say anything significantly bad about the film um, previously. It didn't live up to those high standards. Mm-hmm. Very few things will when you remember that fondly. Um, the fact that it was made in the 80s at times came through and distracted me um i remembered it as having been paced a little bit better we've talked about those kind of things um you know where where they devoted their time in the film i would have changed some of those and i wish that they had gone a little bit more into his humanity and made a little bit more of a thesis about where machine humanity some of that um and those bugged me a little bit, but they didn't ruin the film for me. Um, I still really, really enjoyed it. Um, the violence at places was more disgusting than shocking, I think, for some of the reasons we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I am not able to watch it now the same way I did then because I've changed and society and movies have changed. Mm-hmm. But looking at it today, I think it still does much more right than it does wrong. Hmm. Um, I, when I heard that they were remaking RoboCop a year or two ago when the news first came out, mm-hmm. I couldn't understand. No, this was 
it was done perfectly for what they wanted to, why would you remake it? I look at it now and I think, I think you could improve on it, but I think you've got the solid foundation and, and most things they did right, but there's some areas where you could update it. And I, again, I have not seen the new film. I don't think that they did what I would recommend doing if you were making it. Um, but I liked it. I thought it was a good film. It made me think. It entertained me. Um, and I cared about what was happening f- for most of the film. So I still give it a gold. Okay. Tim. Yeah. Um, so my feelings are really mixed. Um, I was able to get into the movie a little bit from the point that the the Robota, Robocop revival sequence starting there mm-hmm. that was that was the first interesting thing in the movie to me and I stayed with it pretty well up until we got to the predetermined conclusion oh, okay. and that I didn't want to be bothered with watching because it was so predetermined and just pew pew and ickiness <laughs> and I don't care um, <laughs> Sam you talking about whether a remake would work or not or be necessary got me thinking because strangely enough one of my dissatisfactions at the end of the movie was so I wanted the answer to the question of so now what (laughs) for the city or whatever right Mm -hmm. so I kind of would be in favor of a remake that actually took the world building more seriously and thoughtfully Mm -hmm. without necessarily that doesn't mean by seriously I don't mean grim brown you know just Mm -hmm. why is this world like this and what does what do these events mean in scope of that they didn't really, you know, aside from saying, oh, look, an evil contr- corporation controls everything. Well, mm-hmm. duh. Uh, and maybe it wasn't as duh back then, yeah. but it's mm-hmm. certainly duh now, unfortunately. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. so that leads me back. So that sort of thing makes me think, try to put myself in the headspace of when it was made, but it's always hard for me to separate that from, mm-hmm. you know, everything else that came after. Um, and so I guess what settles it for me is I thought I liked, I thought I approved of and thought it was a good idea how quickly paced it seemed. And then we've had this discussion about, well, but then again, there's some things that were underdeveloped, so maybe it wasn't a good pace. So it's got me thinking, well, you know, I think I appreciate that what it was quickly paced because in the end, for for its good for all its good touches, such as the TV newscast center and all that, in the end it's still largely a pew pew violent cop mm. action movie and I appreciate the quick pacing because mm. I don't want to spend that long here mm-hmm. so I guess what I'm saying is no matter though it may have accomplished things in it's time and all that it's not such a thing I don't I didn't hate it I like some things about it I wouldn't be insulted if you put it in front of my face again <laughs> but I have to, I have to go old just because I I don't mm. think it holds up I think that makes kind of gets lost in its future so I uh, mm. And as you were talking, I started to wonder, should we, does it matter at all? The film, in many ways, gave uh, an oddly um, accurate uh, portrayal of of things that were going to happen in the future. Still Piper-stylized and and overdone, but Mm. there is a lot that it talked about and a lot in the society, even down to the city that it's taking place in, that... uh, you you can count it in the came true column, yeah, if not exactly. <laughs> right. Should that be considered a plus for the film, or is that just, or or is that a minus, or is that a tangent? I think it should. I think it could be a plus, and it certainly isn't a minus. But 
for me to not say old, I think mm-hmm. the film would have had to do more to stand apart from the cliches it created and stand okay. apart from its predictions and be a really interesting movie. Okay. And that didn't do yeah. that for me. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, that's good. That's two golds and one old. So that's RoboCop. And uh, if if you guys got anything else or don't have anything else, I'm ready to wrap it up. Uh, this has been Old versus Gold. The movie was RoboCop. Uh, join, uh, check us out on Facebook. We have a page, uh, facebook.com slash hiddendeadly. Um, and go to iTunes and give us a rating. That would really help out. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Or we'll hear you no. next no. You'll hear us next time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. It's the near future. Maybe that you, maybe we will hear you next time. <gasps> that would be awesome. Go to oldvgold.com to find more episodes and more information about this podcast. We're on Twitter at Hidden Deadly. Also, you can send us questions with the hashtag oldvgold. 